welcome to Elegant Conversation with Jacqueline Valdez. And I'm so excited to have you here. Our next guest, Miss Constance Fields. And we are talking about Black mental health in 2020. It's crazy with everything going on. It is. It absolutely is. And I'm just honored that you allowed this space to be cultivated for topics such as this. So thank of you. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. So yeah, with um, everything going on, how are you finding yourself to stay centered? Oh, um, I actually wasn't expecting to talk about myself right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I find myself having really awesome conversations with people who, um, they, they may not have my shared lived experience, but right. they are, open to listening and understanding and i think that that is what a lot of people need um everyone in yes. the black community definitely would yeah. value from yes yeah and uh what words of advice would you give someone who is in the younger generation and they're growing up seeing all of this happening that's going on in the world as far as the racism and you know with all of the riots and everything that has happened Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think it's important before we before we really get into that yeah. part of the advice giving for the younger generation to understand right. that we as a people have been dealing with generational trauma yes. dating all the way back to our ancestors being, you know, stolen from Africa and right. brought over to be slaves. Right. And then it continued with a, a system that was designed to oppress us that continues to oppress us. Right. And so, um, you know, you have that continued um, right. thing that we go through. Um, right. The other, the other thing to remember is that we are not a monolithic set of people nobody really is but um that means we don't think the same we we don't believe the same things right you know um but having said that what happens to one of us happens to right. all of us right and right. that's why you have this collective uh surge of activism because that's part of our culture right right and i think it's so important that everyone um, speaks up and everyone mm -hmm. uses their voice to let others know, you know, it's going to be okay and how are we going to get through this and to not just sit by and watch other people being abused or Exactly. Neglected. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So super important. So mm -hmm. then you um, got into uh, helping others and helping through uh, mental health and coaching. Mm -hmm. So tell me yeah. a little bit about how you got into that. Absolutely. So I am, I've always helped people my whole life. Uh -huh. uh, I was born with a spiritual gift to discern and have visions. I actually don't have visions anymore. That was more like something that happened when I was a child, but now it's just a knowing, but it, it aids me and, and helping me when I'm talking to people and they're coming to me with their, their issues. Right. Um, so I decided to just go to school for it. <laughs> Right. So I'm about right. a year and a half away from completing my master's in clinical mental health counseling. Right. And, you know, the black community needs more, you know, culturally diverse, culturally yes. competent yes. mental health 
uh, care workers. Yes, yes. Um, and have you noticed that during this period of time that a lot of the um, Black mental health has been very suicidal or just very um, triggered? Yeah, actually, you know, I can't speak to the suicide aspect of it, but yeah. um, I do know that, you know, Black people, we have the same kinds of emotional issues, traumatic experiences, depression, right. anxiety, and all of that. I've read some articles that um, discuss the fact that after George Floyd, keeping yeah. in mind that he was just a catalyst um, to change but this stuff has been happening for a long time yes um you know after that and witnessing that it was just heightened anxiety and yeah. and so i think that there's a lot that plays into how why um black people don't have as much access to mm. um support. mental health support Wow. Um, and then a lot of it is stigma as well. So that's a cultural thing that is slowly becoming less and less of an issue, but right. it's still an issue. But it's still an issue, yeah. Um, is there tips that you would give uh, people as far as like the anxiety that is coming up and how to cope with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things you can do is practice meditation. Okay. Um, practice breathing exercises. Mm, yes. There is nothing wrong with taking a break and realizing that you need to center yourself and take time for yourself Yes. and um, shut out the noise. I love that. Because we don't have to be strong all the time. There's this, there's this trope that yeah. black people, specifically black women, are strong black women. But right. to that, I'll say, um, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of using that in the past as well, because okay. I, I would say what my grandmother told me or my mom right. told me, you come from a, a long line of strong black women. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, but my, my ancestors weren't strong all the time. Nobody's ancestors were strong all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's hard you to know? be strong all the time. Yeah, it is. And it was actually my mom who I think broke that cycle for me to, to see someone go who looks like me yes. go to therapy i went to a, a number of therapy sessions with her when i was a kid okay even if i was waiting in the lobby right. you know and then i had my first therapy session as a middle schooler because okay. of her you know so wow. so she really um cultivated this this atmosphere of right. normalcy around mental health and not everybody has that experience. Yes, that's true. That's true. Unfortunately, some people are scared to say that they need help or they just <laughs> don't have the resources and they don't know where to go to. Exactly. And yeah. there are a number of resources out there. Okay. Uh, I know I kind of got off on a little bit of a tangent. You asked me <laughs> to give <laughs> some, some, some tips. Um, but there's, there's a ton of resources out there in terms of um, following people on Instagram. I follow a number of people, Therapy with Ash, okay. um, Therapy, Therapy for Black Girls, um, <laughs> Therapy is Light. So I have a, I have a few more, you know, that I follow, yes, I but it. also you can go to Psychology Today or, um, 
You can go to American Counseling Association. Those websites have a list in okay. your area of mental health care workers who you can go through, you can look at their picture, you can read what they're about, what they specialize in, um, what they, well, you know, the demographic that they treat and um, their price. And yeah. you can make the conscious decision of who feels right, right to you. Yeah, right. that's so important. That's so good that you gave uh, different links that people can go to in different areas that they can go to. And I feel now with social media that there is more opportunity for us to reach out on Instagram or on Definitely. Facebook and stuff like that, which is really nice. Definitely. And Taraji P. Henson, the actress, yes. she she actually has a foundation. Um, it's, awesome. The name is escaping me, but I'm sure your viewers can look it up. Yes. But um, she was actually offering free um, mental health care for Black people. Nice. I don't know if she's still doing that, but she has this foundation because she recognizes that it's important. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. And acting. You do acting as well. I do act. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. It's a little dry right now, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, no, I, I've been acting since I was in high school. That was a complete mistake because I was supposed to be in chorus and they switched me to drama and I was so mad, but, um, <laughs> but I ended up loving it and I yeah. stuck with it. Um, and my kids are actors as well. Oh, wow. Um, okay. we all have an wow. agent yes. and it's just a lot of fun. Um, nice. I've only, you know, so far been in, uh, you know, one major project. But they're, they're, they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> manifest, manifest. Right. I think yeah. uh, I, I think it's all about the the timing of things yes. and where you are in life. And I don't think, I think um, what I would say to people is if you're ever in a situation where you're like, well, I don't know if this path is the right path. Yes. Pay attention to little signs because little things will happen to allow you to realize okay I, i'm i'm going on the right path when i do this so this feels really right to me so yeah i love that you say that because i am a huge believer in manifestation and i'm a huge believer in okay i really need to like you said clear the noises clear the voices out and just focus on you know okay this is what the universe is you know bringing to me <laughs> exactly yeah And I right. feel like, you know, it does start with our mental health, too. It's we really mm -hmm. need to support each other and spread love and go ask for help if you need help and mm -hmm. control that anxiety, do the meditation, do the breathing. That's so huge. I've been talking to other people and that's like one thing that keeps popping up is just breathe. <laughs> right. And knowing that it's okay not to be okay. You know, yeah. I, I think that um, there, there's a lot... Um, if we're, you know, continuing on the theme of, of the black community, there's a lot of things that we have to internalize daily and witnessing things on a continuous basis Yes. while we're at work, for instance, Okay. you know, you may not have anybody to talk to and you yes. have to then internalize that trauma yes. and go about your day. So you're basically acting like in your right. day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're basically too split people 
and that's exhausting. Yeah, that's very it's true. Really and I exhausting. feel like when you start to internalize stuff, it affects your health and it affects your body and it affects it absolutely your spirituality. It absolutely it affects all of that because it's all one big circle. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all any any time we have um, an emotional experience, um, um, a mental health yes. um, issue, anxiety, stress, you know, depression, it all falls into affecting our body, and then we have headaches, and then we, you know, have yeah. stomach aches. And, it's very true. You know, I, I, um, as my day job, I love saying that. As my day job, um, you know, I work for um, a gastroenterologist, okay. and a lot of people that we're seeing have stress-related issues. Wow! If they just cut out certain stressors, their stomach issues wouldn't be happening or happening as frequently. That's interesting that you say that because I know with autoimmune issues. And one of my doctors has been telling me gut health is so important and it is. taking care of your stress and taking care mm -hmm. of your stomach, you know, mm -hmm. what goes mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is there something that you notice um, in the black community as far as mental health that really is a huge issue? Um, you mean about? that? Oh, that's not talked about in terms of like a, a mental illness or? Yes. I, th I, I think that um, mental health as a whole yes. has not been addressed, yeah, you I know, agree. because it's um, realizing that everybody has a different ex lived experience, okay? Yes. As a whole, yes. it has been the history of Black people that we pray it away, we consult with our pastors, um, it's just something that we live with and push through. Um, it's not like, oh, I'm, something is wrong. I feel depressed or I feel off or I, you know, right. something doesn't feel right. Let me go, let me go actually find right. a therapist to help. To help you. So that's been something that I think is starting to change. We're starting to really see and I think it's a lot of the the, the younger generation that are helping with this right. because they realize the connection spiritually and mentally the importance Correct. of positive mental health. Correct. So I think that that's helping uh -huh. and we are moving in the right direction but there is still that stigma specifically with uh, black men. Black men are they tend to not seek out um, therapy or you know, the, the guidance of a counselor. Yeah. So having said all that, we need more yes. black mental health counselors. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> Is there something um, that we can do to help change it and to help change that stigma? Hmm. From an outside perspective? Mm -hmm. well, um, man, that's a tough question because... I don't know that I have the answer to that. Um, what I can say is that everybody has a duty and no, not everybody realizes they have this that duty, they do. but I'm putting it out there. Right. Everybody has the duty to be culturally competent. Yes. It's not just on the heads of people who are in the, the therapeutic community or yep. counseling 
psychiatrists. It's not just those folks. It's everybody mm -hmm. has a, a duty to be culturally competent and culturally aware uh, that there are other people's lived experiences yes. that you should seek to understand. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said it's a duty because I feel the same way. I feel it's a duty for mankind to all step up. It definitely is. You know, I mean, we, and it's important to, you know, not fall into, I don't see color because that's just <laughs> not going to work. You should see color. You should recognize differences. You should see that other cultures are different from you. Right. And appreciate but them. The, that's what I was going to say. The key is appreciating them and recognizing that difference and embracing it and wanting to learn more about it. Like I work with people who are Hmong, oh, wow. you know, okay. and that's not been my, uh, I've never been around a Hmong person until yeah. I started working where I work, wow. but I seek to understand their um, culture Yes. And as such, whenever, um, whenever COVID happened and, you know, there was this, um, the, the, the xenophobic or, you know, um, I can't even talk right, um, racism happening towards Asian, the Asian community, Correct. I was like ready to fight. I yeah. was like, okay, <laughs> let me hear somebody say that to you, say something yeah. to you. I'm like, yeah. you know, and so that's the type of person I think would benefit, it would benefit everybody to feel, to yes. feel something like that for yes, to every one of us. And to feel more understanding for right. something that you're not, you, that you don't know, that you're not personally a part of. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So as far <laughs> as um, being picked on or being bullied or being called out, what are ways that you would tell someone to handle that and to respond to that? Hi guys, thank you for all popping in. Hi everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, so the non-counseling part of me would be like, right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I think that, and it's it's hard to actually it's hard to actually say this without adding in something, but I would say just realizing that people do things and behave certain ways because of whatever trauma and hurt that they've experienced in their lives. Um, and it's a personal, it's a personal thing for them to express hate because they hate themselves. So there's some part of you if you are, you know, picking on somebody or um, being disgusting to someone and being racist or whatever, um, you have to, they have to look internally and see what that is that's happening. And in terms of the person being bullied, I would say I have less advice for that and more advice for people who are bystanders. Okay. Very because true. I, I <laughs> I'm because huge yeah, with people that are bystanders too, yeah. as far as any kind of bullying, animal cruelty, anything that's right. not right. Right. Um, for the bullied, realize that they're not alone, and that there are people 
who will stand up for them and go to bat for them. And then to actually have those bystanders do that. Because you can't just say that to somebody and then nothing happens. Yeah. So, um, that's true. But yeah, but just for, you know, like my, my lived experience um, when I was in sixth grade, uh-huh. I was on a bus getting ready to go home from school. And this little white girl, she, I was sitting in the front seat. Oh, wow. And she was like, get out of my seat. And I said, no. <laughs> There's, there's no assigned seats <laughs> yeah. on the bus. And she said, you stupid N-word. And wow. that was my first exposure to that. Mm-hmm. I knew that there was a bad word, but I had not heard it before. Wow, interesting. Yeah. So I told my mom, or the bus driver actually heard it and kicked her off the bus and then told, um, okay. told the dean or whatever. And I told my mom, but... There's, there's only so many memories I have around certain things. Right. <laughs> so I remember like key moments. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, I feel the same. <laughs> yeah, um, but I learned from that, that yes. uh, she, you know, obviously had something going on. Her own demons. Yeah. With her, and, you know, and, and whatever she was taught. Right. As well. Yeah, so it really is a huge thing of uh, starting from the young ones and the parents taking on that duty and responsibility to make a difference, make a change, educate, make people mm-hmm. aware. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Was there anything else that you wanted to let the viewers know? I think I said everything. I took detailed. My husband said, you took such detailed notes. I'm sure you'll do great. And oh, I was I like, <laughs> but I don't know what she's going to ask me. <laughs> Um, but I think I got to say um, a lot of what I, yeah. I really wanted to make sure that I said. Um, just I, I want to reiterate. It. I want to reiterate that you know I, I don't. I want to reiterate that black people don't have to be strong all the time, and it's okay not to be okay, okay. and that you should seek out someone who is culturally competent to help you with your mental health journey. They do not have to look like you. Um, But honestly, if they look like you, it helps. They can help. But that is not the end all be all. So if you find a counselor who is a blonde haired, blue eyed white woman and you think, oh, she's not going to understand anything about me. She might understand more about you than you think. And she's not seeking to um, she's not seeking to say to you, oh, I, I understand where you're coming from because she doesn't. Right. But she is trained in the ability to be aware and be and honor your cultural experience. So. I love that. I love that. What do you want to be remembered by? What do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered for the way that I made people feel oh. and um, the legacy that I left behind. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So much fun. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for having me. So good to connect. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you guys. (laughs)